1073 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. This is the 8 a.m. expanded news feed. 15 minutes of nonstop in-depth coverage on today's top stories. The exclusive weather forecast and an expanded I-4 traffic update. Orlando's only commercial-free 8 a.m. expanded news feed. Starts with the three big things you need to know right now. Three. New York Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman censured by the House of Representatives. A few months ago, Bowman put the old trigger a fire alarm to disrupt a Republican vote trick, so he is censured. Two. The mother of that 11-year-old Apopka boy who was arrested for shooting two teens at football practice is arrested. 33-year-old Sherelle Johnson is her name. She faces a charge of negligence for leaving a loaded firearm within reach of a minor. One. Our top story on WDBO this morning. Scott, the government itself, the working body, is a sham. They all help out each other. The majority of them all have their hand in the same cookie jar. Keep those open mics coming. Drugs and a reckless lifestyle. A federal grand jury returning a new nine-count indictment against President Biden's son. Yeah, Scott, the Justice Department says Hunter Biden failed to pay $1.4 million to the IRS. Reporter Pierre Thomas begins our team coverage. The 56-page indictment depicting how Hunter Biden allegedly earned millions of dollars from foreign entities from Ukraine to Romania to China and, quote, spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle at the same time he chose not to pay his taxes. They went on to say Hunter Biden spent his money on drugs escorts and girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items personal in nature. In short, quote, according to the prosecutors, on everything but his taxes. Hunter Biden's attorney says if his client's name was anything other than Biden, these charges would not be brought. Former President Obama advisor David Axelrod. I do think this will further ignite the House Republicans who've been desperately eager to do this. I think President Trump has probably urged them to do it. And now he has an ally in the new House Speaker, uh, Mike Johnson. So uh, this will be a log on the fire. Uh, The fire may not uh, actually reach the door of the White House, uh, but the Republicans will try and depict it as such. Former federal prosecutor Nima Romani says Hunter may want to cut a deal. If you have a no-time plea deal, that's something that you have to consider because really... This isn't a case that you can defend on the merits. Maybe you can hope for some sort of jury nullification, but I mean, there's no question, at least according to the indictment, that Hunter Biden didn't play taxes, that he had the ability to do so, and that he was writing off all sorts of expenses that weren't really business expenses. Coming up, new charges for an Apopka mom. We'll update you next on Orlando's Morning News. I'm Channel 9 Eyewitness News meteorologist Brian Shields. Up to 77 this afternoon. Coming up warmer for tomorrow before our next big front moves in. On I-4 eastbound, there's a crash before Michigan downtown. I'll have a full traffic update in just a few minutes. From the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center, I'm Beverly Bentley Steele. Good Friday morning. You are listening to the 8 a.m. Expanded News Feed. I'm Scott Inez. Orlando's Morning News here on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's News and Talk. I'm Marcia Taylor. I'm Casey Wright. A mother is facing charges after her 11-year-old son was accused of injuring two teens in an Apopka shooting. On October 2nd, Sherelle Johnson's son shot and injured two 13-year-olds old boys at a Pop Warner football game in Apopka. Her son was arrested and charged with attempted second-degree murder. 
But yesterday, Johnson was also arrested and charged with negligence after leaving her gun easily accessible. It was laying in a cardboard box in her car and had no safety locks or fasteners on it. The Apopka police released a statement yesterday reminding firearm owners of taking safety measures to keep their guns out of the wrong hands. Brandy Hastings, WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Last month, the One Pulse Foundation announced that it was dissolving and we told you that the organization has been asked to return almost $400,000 to the state. That money was meant to fund a museum honoring the victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting. The building was purchased with county funds, but that museum was never built. And this morning we're learning about agreements showing the organization was actually renting that building out and making rental income. Orange County says that should not have been happening. And now questions are coming out about the transparency of the nonprofit group and where that money went. People continue to get sick from eating contaminated fruit. 38 states have now seen cases of salmonella linked to cantaloupes. There have been more than 100 new illnesses in the last week, bringing the total to 230. The FDA has updated the list of recalled cantaloupe products available at stores like Quick Trip, Kroger, Trader Joe's, and Aldi. They all focus on whole cantaloupes from Malachita and Rudy. The CDC's advice, don't eat any pre-cut cantaloupe products if you don't know the brand. Ryan Clark, ABC News. Breaking this morning, U.S. and Iraqi leaders say a rocket attack targeted the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad this morning. No casualties are reported. Ines de la Quatera reports from Tel Aviv. The attack is believed to have been carried out by militias in Iraq, backed by Iran. No group immediately claimed responsibility. This comes as Muslim militias have been launching attacks against U.S. forces on military bases in Iraq and Syria since the Israel-Hamas war. The Iraqi prime minister now directing security agencies to pursue the perpetrators. University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill has been asked to resign by the board of Penn's Wharton School of Business. Axios reporting pressure is mounting on McGill and several other Ivy League leaders following their widely panned testimony earlier this week during a congressional hearing on anti-Semitism. The WDBO Business News is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. With Mint shutting down, people who used it are searching for an alternative to manage their money. WDBO's consumer warrior Clark Howard has advice. At Clark.com come up with a new guide for you to give you the alternatives that you can use for budgeting. Some are free, some you have to pay for, and some are freemium, where there's a free version, and if you want more features, paid versions. So check it out, and don't just give up on budgeting and controlling your spending. Switch from Mint. And again, Scott, that guide is available at Clark.com. All right. Thank you, Casey and Marsha and Clarks. 8.07 now on a Friday morning. Let's go ahead and get your extended forecast for you. It's brought to you by ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services. Channel 9 Eyewitness News Meteorologist Brian Shields. Temperatures making the climb before the next big front arrives. For this afternoon, we're going to hit about 77 degrees, a mix of clouds and sun. Then for tonight, we'll be down in the mid-60s. Not bad. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, rain chance 20% back to 80 degrees on our Saturday. Now, Sunday still warm. We'll be in the 80s, but late in the day, some rain and storms. That's with our next big front. That'll bring in a chill by Monday morning. We're down in the 40s and 50s. In the high temperature on Monday, just 61 degrees, 71 by Tuesday. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. And right now, we are looking at 58 degrees sunny at Orlando Severe Weather Station. Beverly is back. WDBO Triple Team Traffic. Two crashes on I-4 eastbound downtown, Scott. I-4 eastbound before Michigan, the left lane is blocked. Then just before the 408, just past that, the right lane is blocked from another crash, again, on I-4 eastbound downtown. 
There's a wreck in Ocoee at West Colonial Drive heading eastbound between Blueford Avenue and Clark Road. That's got the left lane blocked. And a crash on the 408 heading westbound at Good Homes Road. That's blocking the off-ramp of the left lane. And it's going to be at 436, a crash heading northbound at Loma Avenue where the left lane is blocked. There's a car fire on the 417 heading southbound before the Lake Jessup Bridge. That's all off to the left with a tow truck. And there's still heavy delays through the area. I'm Beverly Bentley Steele with reliable traffic reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Thanks, Beverly. It's 8.08 on a Friday morning. Hope you have a great weekend. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's Morning News here on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. It's been our top story throughout the morning. Hunter Biden indicted on federal tax charges. News of the indictment coming down last night. We're talking about nine charges in all. That includes three felonies in part for allegedly dodging more than $1.4 million in taxes while living a life of debauchery over a four-year period. Hunter faces a maximum penalty of 17 years in the clink. I'm having a hard time keeping up with all the WDBO open mics this morning. Here is open mic montage number three of the morning. So here's what's going to happen. Hunter Biden's going to get convicted. Joe Biden is going to then pardon him. And then they're going to dump Joe Biden for presidency and they're going to go to Gavin Newsom. This indictment is just a strategy move so that when he goes to answer the uh, subpoena, he can say, I'm sorry, I can't answer that question since I'm currently under indictment. And then later on down the road, all of a sudden that indictment, they're going to just throw it away. They're going to say, ah, we couldn't really find anything to prosecute on. I'm sure Hunter Biden's indictments carry just as much weight as the ones against Trump. That means absolutely nothing. You're looking at some good chicks. That's for sure. Oh, man, too funny. You guys have nothing. You have nothing. You have nothing. All speculation, all accusations, no proof, no evidence, no smoking gun. You got them. Y'all finally got them. Oh, wait a minute. That's not Obama, Hillary, or Joe Biden charged with anything. Okay, never mind. What did President Biden say to Hunter when he found out he was being indicted? Hmm. Biden, get it? (laughs) All right, Hunter Biden uh, indicted on tax charges by a grand jury in California. This is where Orlando sounds off. Go ahead and tap that open mic in the WDBO app. Give me your hot takes. This morning. All right. Meanwhile, WDBO is Orlando's election headquarters. The presidential campaign for 2024 continues to take shape. Let's go ahead and look back to the week that was in sound bites. President Joe Biden. We walk away now, only emboldened other would be aggressors. So I'm calling on Congress to do something and do the right thing to stand with the people of Ukraine, stand against the tyranny of Putin, stand for freedom, literally stand for freedom. Let's get this done. Former President Donald J. Trump. We are going to make our country greater than ever before. And and it's so important. It's so important. We are going to do things. We're going to close the border. Day one, the border gets closed. And day one and a half, we drill. You know, we drill, baby, drill. Drill, drill, drill. And probably on day... uh, on day two, we'll get rid of this ridiculous electric car mandate. We have to go and buy Ambassador Nikki Haley. My approach is different. No drama, no vendettas, no whining. I envision an America where we're protected from illegal immigration and Chinese infiltration. I envision an America where we unleash our economy and we reject socialism. 
But more importantly, I envision an America where we rediscover our national purpose. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I am sick of Republicans who are not willing to stand up and fight back against what the left is doing to this country. You've got to be willing to stand strong and you've got to be willing to beat these people. I'm the only one running for president that has beaten these people on issue after issue. Uh, We beat the teachers unions when we did school choice. We beat Fauci on COVID. We beat George Soros. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. I want you all to kind of picture in your minds election day. You'll all be heading to the polls to vote. And that's something that Donald Trump will not be able to do because he will be convicted of felonies before then and his right to vote will be taken away. You know, you, look, here's the bottom line. You can boo about it all you like and continue to deny reality. But if we deny reality as a party, we're going to have four more years of Joe Biden. Vivek Ramaswamy. So I think that this is far more corrupt than I even imagined when I entered politics. But I will say this. It is going to take a leader from the outside with fresh legs from the next generation to unite this country. Not the broken politicians who are puppets of the puppet masters, but the actual people in this country. Thomas Jefferson was 33 when he wrote the Declaration of Independence. I think it's going to take somebody whose best days in life are still ahead. Another great job by our producer, Anna Edwards. We're going to do this every Friday leading up to November of 2024 because WDBO is Orlando's election headquarters. Keep those open mics coming on a Friday morning. It's 8.13. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's morning news. I've got your weather and your traffic every six minutes. Temperatures turn milder the next couple days before a big cold front arrives Sunday night. For this afternoon, we're going to hit about 77. Then tonight, we'll be down in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, near 80. Then late in the day on Sunday, we'll see a round of rain and storms. That'll bring in a chill Sunday night into Monday. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. And currently, Let's see how we're doing in downtown Orlando here. I've got 59 degrees in downtown. It is 60 and partly sunny at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. WDBO Triple Team Traffic, what's going on, Beverly? Well, downtown, there are two crashes on I-4 heading eastbound. One of them's before Michigan. That's got the left lane blocked. And then the other one just past that, just before the 408, has the right lane blocked. So both of those wrecks on I-4 eastbound. There's a crash on the 408 heading westbound. The off-ramp, it's the left lane at Good Homes Road that's blocked. And a crash in Ocoee at West Colonial Drive heading eastbound between Blueford Avenue and Clark Road has the left lane blocked. There's also a crash on 4th. 36 heading northbound at Aloma Avenue with the left lane flock there. I'm Beverly Bentley Steele with reliable traffic reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Three. A major donor to the University of Pennsylvania is withdrawing a $100 million donation. Ross Stevens is using it as a protest against the school's handling of anti-Semitism and the aloof testimony by UPenn's president on Capitol Hill this week. Two. The mother of that 11-year-old Apopka boy who was arrested for shooting two teens at football practice is arrested. 33-year-old Sherelle Johnson faces a charge of negligence for leaving a loaded firearm within reach of a minor. One. Hunter Biden indicted. It's our top story. The president's son faces nine charges. Three felonies after being accused of dodging $1.4 million in taxes. If convicted, Hunter could see 17 years in prison. I hear you guys on the WDBO open mic this morning. Where's those 87,000 IRS agents? Can't they jump on the Biden case? Hmm. Oh, no, that's right. That's for all the working class people. Yeah. Never mind. 
Thanks for listening to Orlando's Morning News on WDBO. Much more of you coming up next.